Season 4, Episode 2, also known as Chapter 61, uh, also called Midnight Train. Roll the theme music. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tea Time with Titans Extras, Attack on Titan. How should I word this? This is a podcast where we watch season four of Attack on Titan. As much as it makes me cringe, I guess this is technically a reaction podcast, isn't it? <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, shit. Uh, reaction channel now. Tea Time reacts to season four of Attack on Titan. <laughs> Oh, whoa. That's pretty Surprise good. face. I am Sullivan Harris, also known as the Big Schnoz Titan. I have watched the show up to this point, uh, but I have not read the manga, so I am going into this season completely blind. Ben, the beard, tits, and ass Titan. I am a manga reader. I've read through this arc twice now, so I am not blind. Hello, I am Chris Rowe. I am the mayonnaise Titan again, just like last time, and I read the manga almost two times through. And this week's episode was kind of a wallop. So it definitely didn't go where I predicted it was going to go. I thought we were going to see our main characters like immediately in this episode, which did not happen. It was a very kind of laid back episode. It's a dialogue heavy episode. Um, and a lot of fans, I've been seeing a lot of reactions. People were not sure how they re- how they were going to be able to adapt to manga, di- to dialogue heavy manga chapters and not cut content and it actually went quite smoothly so are you saying that this episode was two manga chapters put into one yeah okay so right the pace they're trying to keep is two chapters per episode oh is that what they did with the first couple seasons as well not quite seasons one through three average a chapter and a half usually Okay. Sometimes two chapters, sometimes one's one chapter. It depends, on, but it usually averages out to about a chapter and a half. I guess I'm curious, where did the manga chapter end? Like, the where where's the split between the two? Oh, off the top of my head, I want to say, it's, I think it's literally right after they get off the train, I want to say. Because I want to say the next chapter opens on the military discussion, but I could be totally wrong on that. That makes sense. This episode starts with... The kind of imagery we've seen before. It's just a bunch of guys in a room, a well-lit room, talking about military strategy. Oh, we yeah. get to see Marley Hitler. Marley yeah. and Hitler, yeah. How did you like Marley and Hitler? I thought he seemed very tired, could probably use a nap. <laughs> so this guy who I'm guessing is the leader of Marley is just like kind of leaning on his hand the whole time. Everyone's throwing out suggestions and he's like, yeah, I guess that sounds good. I guess we can do that. What's his rank, Ben? I don't remember what it is. Hitler. He is commander of the military. I think that's it. Okay. I think like, he's the head of the military. I got it. want to say, I'm not entirely sure on this stuff, but I'm pretty sure that's what he is. So they're basically discussing the success that they just had. But in addition to that, they're also talking about why it's not a success. And that's because we saw the armored titan get 
like pooch. He got taken out almost. Yeah. It's really interesting because we saw these like newspapers last episode saying like in Marley, they're like, Marley won, we're fucking awesome. Yeah. And apparently the rest of the world saying, Hey, look, we fucking wrecked Marley's yeah. uh, Titans. And something specifically they noted, well, a couple things specifically they noted that I wanted to dive into, but it was that airship technology is progressing at an alarming rate. And it's like, well, if they've got planes, they're going to start dropping bombs. And if they're dropping bombs, what are we going to do with Titans? Yeah. And I like the little throwaway line of the guy being like, oh, can we get Titans that fly? <laughs> like what? I know him looking do up. To have the, any they, they're like in this wings? building with a giant hole. And it's like, they would just like reveal there's a huge hole in the ceiling. And he's like, we don't have any Titans with wings, do we? Yeah. And just to like bust through the rest of this scene before I get to the one major question I have, it's like, Zeke stands up in this meeting and is like, permission to talk. I've got a plan. I want to use the one year I have left of this, of my hosting of the beast to go to Paradise and get the founding Titan. I want to do what I couldn't do four years ago. Marley and Hitler is basically like, yeah, okay, sounds good. Now, something, the one thing I noticed was they say, they refer to the planet as Earth, which I don't know if they have before, but that seems strange to me because I don't, I feel like we haven't gotten confirmation that this is supposed to be earth yet no i don't think we've ever heard the term like earth before unless like devil of all earth is that a thing Um, oh maybe i don't think so i don't know if we've ever heard it myself Uh, i can't recall anything like that and during this scene too we see a globe or maybe this is a bit later but we do see a globe yes, and I was trying we do to see pause a globe it. later. I was trying to pause it and like see what it looked like but I couldn't I couldn't make it out myself. It's really funny. Oh boy. He took the world and flipped it upside down. Nice. So Paradise is Madagascar and Marley is Africa. Oh, interesting. So now we have a connection between the two greatest animated franchises of all time, Attack on Titan and Ben Stiller's Madagascar. <laughs> Is it Ben Stiller's Madagascar? Is well, it his? yeah, he produced it, didn't he? <laughs> he, I feel like he's the biggest name attached to it, so we could safely call it Ben Stiller's. That's he his fault. It himself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I would like to point out that I personally love Ben Stiller, and so this is all in jest. We cut outside to uh, Zeke has a little conversation with Colt. I think it is right. Hell yeah, he does. Which is. <laughs> I'll, you should take this, Ben, because I, you said into the group chat something that made me think you quite enjoy this scene. This is like literally one of the biggest, like probably the biggest moment that manga readers have been waiting <laughs> to see if they would keep this line in where Zeke's like trying to like talk with Colt. And he's like, when you inherit the Beast Titan, you're going to learn my secret. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And it's kind of implied that he realizes like Magath is coming up and he's like, it's the way I wipe my ass. It's special. <laughs> yeah. So one of the biggest memes in the uh, um, Attack on Titan manga community is Zika's secret ass wiping technique. And when will we learn that? <laughs> That'll be the reveal at the end of the manga. <laughs> the last page. <laughs> we get some little interesting tidbits of information. Like, I think it's interesting that Colt is like kind of surprised that Marley and Hitler let Zeke speak because he was an Eldian. Yeah. They call him the Boy Wonder. Yeah. I thought that was cute. The animation in this scene, too, like, really made me start appreciating Mappa. Like, the lighting. Absolutely. There's just, like, this golden hue off every character. They're doing a lot with, like, gradients of light and stuff, which I really like. Something else that is, like, kind of jarring when I first 
see it because we haven't seen it in Attack on Titan previously, but it's when you get used to it, it's amazing, is how dynamic the characters are when they're talking. Like, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Mappa's like flexing their animation capabilities because it's like oh. literally the characters like turning their heads, moving their bodies as they're mm-hmm. talking. Like, I was astounded watching the dialogue scenes. Do you remember Zeke liking uh, lighting his cigarette? Yeah, yes, it shows like his mouth. Hit like the little inute like mouth movements. I wanted to point out mouth movements too, and like this whole thing. Like when they talk, I feel like the sync between their lips and what they're actually saying is like very accurate to like how mouths actually move. Whereas like a lot of the time, you just kind of get like open shut, open shut, open shut, open shut. Like yeah, very no, detailed. I, I, we're really seeing. So Mop is a much bigger studio than Wit. And we're like really starting to see these capabilities shine through. This episode really has made me impressed with their animation. One more thing I wanted to know. Some, like the adjective that kept coming to my mind when like thinking about the new animation was it feels mature, you know? Like it feels like the animation has matured for years, just like the characters have. Yeah, like we were talking about the first episode where it's a much more like washed out color palette mm-hmm. and it feels darker grimmer heavier like you really get that feeling yeah there's like a film grain on everything is there i didn't notice that it gets more intense when reiner's like remembering oh yes yes yes, so so he's right i have noticed that effect here and there well one more thing to know from the meeting is like the whole thing where they're like someone's like yeah you can attack parodies but their titans aren't like the biggest problem they're the biggest problem is like the people, you know, specifically Mikasa. Yeah, I feel like it's really funny that like uh, from Zika's perspective, I think it's like Levi's traumatized him. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. like how scary he is. And also we get just a quick line of they're like, we've sent 36 scout ships and all of them have not returned, which mm. leads us to believe that our, our guys over on Paradise are kind of like starting to run the show a bit more. But we do cut back to Reiner. We get to meet Galliard. Is that his name? Galliard. That's the Jaw Titan. So we meet him for the first time, and we find out he is the brother of a character who I now know the name of, uh, which is Marcel, who is the guy who was with Reiner and Bertholdt and supposed to go to parodies with them, but got eaten by Ymir. Mm-hmm. So Galliard is... He says something about like he was maybe supposed to be the Armor Titan, and Reiner somehow stole that from him yeah so that's not answered yet but yes that is a line that he said that so he's like in the same training group as annie barrel mm-hmm. all of them he was supposed to be the armored titan and that's what we got so far and so something happens there we also meet the i i think i'm pretty sure the cart titan in her human form. yes yuck yeah, she's kind of cool. I like her. she has like the same kind of sasha energy she does yeah yeah she's adorable She's very goofy. She kind of has like old lady energy, like eclectic old lady. Yeah. Yeah. She, she talks just, about how like, she doesn't remember walking on two feet yeah. because she's been a Titan for so long. So she has to like use a crutch to get around. Yeah. So so that's some really cool new information about the cart Titan, that the cart Titan can just be transformed for months at a time. What, is that something other Titans can't do? They kind of no, get because tired. remember, like they they did like the Titan transformation experiments with Aaron, mm-hmm. and we also kind of see it with Annie in the forest. Like she kind of gets tired after a while. That's like yeah. a few hours at most. So it's something that hasn't been said, but oh, that is interesting because that kind of goes back to like the Jaw Titan having like the face shield. Like there's kind of these sub powers they have. 
so they're kind of just resting, or maybe they're oh, they're all hanging out in the the town, like the seaside town that they took over. Yeah, they're about to get on the train and head over or head back home. Right, and Reiner goes out um, because I think it's the the cart titan lady that says, "Yo, you should go see the trainees because they are worried about you." And Reiner goes out, and we have this moment that kind of reinforces the idea I was trying to say of like these uh, these nine warriors being superheroes. Like just the way everyone's reacting to Reiner and like talking to him, you can definitely tell that like he's like a legendary figure in their minds. But yeah, they hop on the train and they're heading to uh, Liberio. Is that what it is? Liberio. Liberio. And was right around. There's like a celebration that happens on the train. Like everyone's kind of holding Gabby up. Like I think this scene is really funny when they're all chanting Gabby, Gabby, and she's going me, me, me. What does she? What does she? And the it's kind of all led by Colt, uh, who is getting drunk as hell. And we find out PX the one who gave Colt the alcohol later. Yeah. And there's also like all these people in this section of the train are Eldians, so it's like, Gabby, if Gabby hadn't done that, they would have all just been, like, sent to charge this train and died. So, like, that's yeah. where the energy is at. They call her a goddess, don't they? Do they? Yeah, yeah. they describe her as a goddess. <laughs> then we have this scene between Falco and Reiner, where Falco is kind of, he starts saying some, uh... Some naysay. Some naysay. Controversial. Yeah, he's like, what, what happens when we get the armor titan, right? We get to live for seven years and then die. And like Gabby's probably gonna get years. it and she adores you. So like how does that feel, Reiner? Thirteen years? Yeah. Why did I think it was seven? And Reiner is just like, you little shit. Don't you ever talk bad about like the privilege to become a one of the nine and all yeah. that stuff. And he basically makes him apologize. There's like a distinct switch to his character when he starts regurgitating like propaganda y lines like He's mm-hmm. obviously said this before to like other people, which I feel like we also get later in the dinner scene, like that exact same tone. He sort of takes yeah with on. his mother, yeah, yeah, and then he just does it. And, you know, makes Falco go through all these moments yeah. just to like switch it on him and be like, "Yeah, keep that fucking attitude. Yeah. You're not gonna let her have it." <laughs> um, but so they <laughs> arrive in Liberio and uh, they get off the train, and I don't know. We're starting to get a lot more of this sort of like World War II imagery going on. Like all the Eldians are living inside of this wall. Like Liberio is this walled city. The inside looks yeah. drab as hell. We also get the mid card of everyone's wearing armbands to like show that they're Eldians, which we learned in the Grisha flashback. But yeah, have we talked about the colors at all yet? I No, we have, we have not. And I don't know what the colors mean. <laughs> the gray is like uh, regular soldiers. Yellow is warrior candidates. Red is actual warriors, so possessors of one of the nine. There might be another color to distinguish just like regular citizens. I can't remember. But something you'll notice is, um, so all of our warrior can, our actual warriors have the red armband. Their families also have the red armband as well. I, I did pick that up. And Isn't that honorary Marleyan at that stage? Honorary Marleyan, yes. Oh, interesting. So that's the status you get when you become an actual like inheritor of one of the nine titans, mm-hmm. is you become a ma- honorary Marleyan. And that's what all the warriors strive for. Oh, that's dark. Yeah. <laughs> that's really dark. Okay, so everyone comes home. Everyone's saying hi to their families. Again, they're all wearing these armor bands, which is like very reminiscent of like, you know, World War II, the people Hitler hated 
wearing their marks. We also have like shell shocked people who are just being treated terribly. We got to see um, the Jaegers, Grisha's parents. I, I didn't realize Zeke was Grisha's brother. Is that what's happening? I'm so confused. What? He said, or son, son. 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 Yeah, yeah, son. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. We, know, we knew that. I forgot about it then, apparently, because I was like, wait, what? When did we learn yeah, that? I don't even know. I feel like, I guess he doesn't ever say it, but yeah, Zeke is um, Aaron's half brother. That is, I because I thought Zeke was like old as hell. No, Zeke, Zeke's 27, 26, 27. Okay, so that's why I said brother, because he looks like he is the age of Grisha. He doesn't look like he's 27. That dude it's looks Yeah, and I think beard. that as but I think that's intentional. Like the curse of Ymir makes like mm. if you remember what Yuri looked like in his last years and those Kenny flashbacks, he looked aged and withered as hell. Yeah. Oh okay. okay. I didn't, that makes sense. Me. I didn't even think about that. And so yeah, these are Grisha's parents too. So these are Aaron's grandparents. That yeah. is weird. Yeah, because remember, Liberia is the same city we saw in Grisha's flashbacks right. at the end of season three. It's the oh. same city. This is rough. Yeah, we... Oh, God. Okay, so we meet Reiner's parents too, right? Yeah, Reiner's mom and her brother, I think. Yeah. Gabby is related to him. They're cousins, um, right? They're I think. Cousins, yeah. So they have this dinner together where they're basically... Like, Gabby's telling her war story. Everyone's like, you're going to be the greatest hero of all time. You're going to be the greatest armored titan. And then someone offhandedly asked Reiner about what it was like on parodies. And... yes. He like goes into this t- thing where I don't know. To me, it feels like he's very clearly like putting on a front, where he's just like coming up with terrible things because he's just like swaying all the things we love about all of our favorite characters to be negative things and just making them sound like horrible, terrible people. Like he takes the potato thing <laughs> from yeah. episode three or whatever and is like, "It was the most <laughs> horrifying thing I've ever seen in my life." No, I. I think this, and it's really, um, so this morning we just recorded the episode Warrior. Hell yeah, we did. From season two. And what the a very, very important line Reiner said in that episode is, if only I'd never learned there were people like this living yeah. here. And that's tying back all the way now. We're seeing like that effect it's having on him. He tries to go back to Marley and tell everyone, yes, the propaganda is right. There are evil devils mm-hmm. on the island. And when he's like, actually has to like talk about it he doesn't actually have stories he just tries to sell what he knows and like pretend like it's that sells them as evil devils but he's like grasping at straws he's like they're uh they have self-interest and sometimes make the wrong choice it's just really intense because it's like zooming it's doing like this horror movie zoom on his face as it's getting like that build up music. Mm-hmm. He's not moving at all either. His mom kind of, I think, is picking, maybe picks up on the fact that he is lying here or like just trying to overcompensate with the truth because she like kind of freaks out and she's like, they're all devils. Devils, all the lot of them. And that's a fact. And that that's where that scene ends pretty much. Then we have, we cut to like a very, like, it's quick and it is uh, frightening. It's just a shot of a dude jumping out a window, committing suicide. Yeah, this kind of implied that it's one of those. Uh, so there was like the line of injured or like, yeah, injured soldiers. Mm-hmm. And we had that scene of the one Marleyan who like goes boom and like scares them all. And the yeah. whole line falls over. 
And um, so it's kind of implied that it's one of them. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of just something that, so we get like the one, the shot of it happening, but then it's just in the background as Reiner is walking to a meeting with Zeke and the rest of the Titans or the warriors, I guess I should call them. Basically Zeke just lays out his plan. He's like, we're going to go to parodies. We're going to do what we didn't do before. We're going to get the founding Titan. And like, that's that. And there's like a gramophone that I guess Marley and superiors are listening to them through. Even reading this in the manga, I like love how somehow Reiner picks up on this, that he's like, ah, oh, only ones in the room, eh? And he like somehow picks, I don't even know how he figured it out. I kind of was confused by that a little bit. So so the idea is Zika's laying out his plan of like, right. like this is just a private meeting of the warriors. Mm-hmm. And you know, they kind of make a comment of, Eh, if this is the worst they're sitting in private, then that's we don't have anything to worry about. Like they don't have to worry about like rebellion from Got the it. warrior candidates. Mm-hmm. Maybe this happens earlier, but it's worth mentioning is Falco's like interior monologue where he's like, I have these questions, like I have these thoughts in my head going against Marley, and maybe Reiner thinks them too, but he can't be sure about it. Like he has a little internal monologue about that. Yeah, he can't he says he can't trust Reiner, probably because of that propaganda spurt on the train the episode basically ends with reiner being like jesus christ am i really gonna have to go back yeah it was a little bit of a strange place to end um that might be where the chapter ends i don't really remember but yeah like he literally is just like i'm gonna have to go back to Mm -hmm. that island because he probably felt pretty confident like if we if like this war just goes on for one more year i can just stay here never have to go back never have to see or worry about those people again because i'll be dead Yeah. And then they've finished the war and they want to go back. And like, it's brutal on him. They cut one of the most important manga shots ever. And this is PX's ass. Oh, yeah. PX, that's her name. That's the uh, cart titan. Yeah. And it's this really funny interaction that, um, so it's right before like Galliard's walking into the building to like go to this meeting, this war meeting with Mm -hmm. Zika. Um, and he gets to the top of the stairs and PX just there crawling on all fours. And he's just like, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, sorry, this just feels more natural. And she's like always laying down and stuff like a dog. Yes, she, she is like on the couch, just like laying there. So yeah, I, I like these new characters. That's kind of my biggest takeaway from this episode is I, I and f- God damn, I don't I wish I didn't. <laughs> because they're the bad guys, technically. It is interesting to do such a flip in the middle of a show like this. Not even the middle, at the end. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of like closer to the end, but we just are, we are following these main characters for three seasons, and it's like, you know what? Nah, let's focus Welcome. on these guys. And I mean, I feel like kind of like the end game of the thematics of this show are really just kind of aiming towards like the pointlessness of war. And so getting to see the other side and like even starting to mildly sympathize with them is I like I think is doing a great job to kind of lay down the groundwork for where I think this show is heading thematically. Did you think the cart titans holder would be this cute? <laughs> no, I was a woman. I <laughs> I pictured I I did have someone in mind like I I tried to imagine the human and it was looked nothing like a cute lady. <laughs> I thought <laughs> it was going to be like a very scum. I thought it was going to be like Kevin 11 <laughs> before he turns into buff Kevin 11, like skeevy little kid Kevin 11. Cuz the cart titan kind of has like a duck bill face. Yeah. So I yeah. pictured a human with it's like a giant freaking pointing fa- pointy face. Yeah. 
Oh, wait, really important thing we missed. Um, Reiner, when he's with all the little kid warrior candidates. Oh, yes, pier, yes, yes, of course. And they walk away, mm-hmm. and he, like, has this flashback where he's, like, a kid again, and he sees yeah. Barrett Annie, Marcel, and he's like, wait, guys, yeah. and it's like, it like, that moment was so amazingly done because it's mm-hmm. like it's like hard cut it's, it's like normal like in town vibing music yeah. hard cut to silence and it's just reiner having this like ptsd flashback moment which and and it was this just is, done so well this is the second time we've done this at the end of the episode as an afterthought but the music fucking ruled in this episode like there was just like nice acoustic guitars playing like it was very calm and very gentle uh which is like strikingly opposed to like the electronic music of the first couple seasons uh and i enjoyed it quite a bit and also the little like flash she has is kind of reminiscent of things we saw in season one with like aaron becoming like an adult and then looking down when he's returning with the survey corps at the end of season one and seeing all the kids that are reacting to him as he reacted to the survey corps before. So it's kind of like this, almost like a... Like a parallel between yeah. the two worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Or like like a symmetry between the beginning and the end, almost, but with like the quote-unquote good guy and the quote-unquote bad guy. There's also a funny line where Reiner's like, we don't even see what he's talking about. He's like, you're not old enough to go in that store. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what was that? It was a dildo shop. Like what say? I'm assuming it's like either a brothel or something. Because we do, we do see this like clearly prostitute woman like walking off with a soldier. It's like one of the first shots we see along like that like um, pier. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for listening to Tea Time with Titans Extra. If you like what you heard, we are currently rewatching uh, the entirety of the series over on our made feed, which is just Tea Time with Titans. So you can go listen to that. It's a fun time. We're watching the show with our friend Brian, who has never seen a single anime. Follow us on social media. We are at Tea Time with Titans on Instagram and at Tea Time Titans. Uh, on Twitter, if we missed anything in this episode that you think we should talk about, you can reach out to us there. Uh, reach out to us in your iTunes review, which usually was a five out of five stars on, because uh, it helps us out a butt ton. And next week, we are going to be watching Chapter 62, uh, which I am forgetting the name of. What did it say? I also forgot the name. <laughs> I have no idea. Defer to um, something. Something about a door. Something about a door. We're going to be watching some episode that is season four, episode three uh, in chapter number 62. Uh, So watch that. Come back. And until next week, we are the light that sparks the resistance that saves the the galaxy. The door of hope. The door of hope. The door of hope. Bye-bye, everyone. (laughs) 